Welcome back, everybody, to the Keys Weekly Sports Wrap with Coach McDonald. That's me. Here is the one place where you could go to in the podcast world to hear everything about the Florida Keys, Monroe County, Key West Marathon, Key Largo High School sports. And I have a lot to report this week, and I'm really excited to bring you all the news. It was a big week in high school sports. And let's start with the top story down in Key West, Saturday, September 10th was what they call Pro Day at Rex Weech Field. And what that is, everyone, is an opportunity for high school baseball players in South Florida to go down to Rex Weech Field, and they're going to be tested. It's like a camp of sorts, and there were actually over a dozen professional baseball scouts there to scout the young talent from the Florida Keys. There were high school players from Coral Shores, high school players from Key West High School there, And they participated in a number of tests, including the 60-yard dash, hitting, pitching, base running. They played some mock games, and who knows? My reporters tell me that the Key West High School baseball team has a lot of seniors on it, and they look really tough. Coral Shores was super up and coming last year as far as their baseball team is concerned. And we have Marathon up and coming with Coach Gonzalez uh, of the helm there. So baseball's coming up in January, but it's already starting in some places right there in Key West with Pro Day. So good luck to everybody that participated in Pro Day. Thank you to Jack Niles and Coach Enriquez and all the people that made that possible for the youth of the Keys. Also up in Coral Shores, Coral Shores in volleyball this week beat Keysgate in volleyball. Coral Shores football had a very big win last Friday night. They played against Palm Glades Prep Academy, and they were able to win the game 48-0. to I talked to Coach Holly on the phone, and he said they had a vibrant home crowd. The crowds are getting bigger and bigger each week in support of Coral Shores football. This week, Coral Shores is going up to Miami to play against 8A school, Miami Sunset. So good luck to them this week. Key West High School last week uh, was able to beat Marathon and Volleyball three games to zero. The Key West Volleyball team also traveled up to Jensen Beach in Florida on the coast to play in the Jensen Beach Tournament. Key West High School did not come away with any victories. They lost to Jensen Beach volleyball team, the high school, the Huntsville, Alabama high school volleyball team, and Episcopal School of Jacksonville. Now, I just want you guys to all understand that Key West Volleyball is a very good team. They went up to this tournament, and some of these teams are the top teams in the state. So I think what Coach Eckert is doing is sometimes you see you're going to play against some really tough competition at the beginning of the year, and your team is going to be better for it. And then she's looking to make a run into the districts this year. So good luck to Key West Volleyball. They're definitely on the right track. Key West Swimming Team had a meet last week. Um, Coach Bosco is the longest tenured coach in Monroe County right now. The girls lost to Archbishop McCarthy, but the boys were able to beat Archbishop McCarthy in swimming. Lucas Montiel was the big performer for Key West High School. Marathon this past week. I'm going to save the Key West football story for the end. Uh, It's pretty funny. Marathon High School was able to get a big win against University School 
up in Broward. Marathon went up to Broward last Thursday to play a Thursday night game, and Marathon went down. They scored on the first drive, got the two-point conversion to go ahead 8-0, and then uh, had to go in for a lightning delay. Marathon came back out and played a little bit more, and they had to go in for a lightning delay. Marathon came out and got to play a little bit more, and then they went back in for a lightning delay. Yeah, that's right. Three lightning delays for Marathon High School, but they did not let that stop them. They came out, and they were able to keep their composure and keep their focus together and actually come through and win the game 22-19. to 19. Uh, Malachi Hawkins scored a touchdown. Um, Thomas Eubanks scored a touchdown. And Shamar Wright, the freshman, scored a touchdown for Marathon and University School. Had 19, Marathon had 22. This week, Marathon has a bye week. So they're going to practice this week, not have a game, get everything ready for their next matchup at home in two weeks against Ransom Everglades at home. All right, I told you guys I'll tell you about the Key West High School game. So you guys understand. I don't know if you know this or not if you're listening. Uh, I know as of this date, Marathon High School will be streaming their football games live and Key West High School has been streaming their football games live. And uh, I think Coral Shores is in the process of getting the technology together for that. So this past Friday night, I'm sitting at my house and, you know, um, I teach at Marathon, I coach at Marathon and my wife, she writes for the Keys Weekly. Thanks, Keys Weekly, for letting us do this podcast and letting uh, us write the sports stories for you. Really appreciate it. We're sitting at home and we're watching the Key West High School football game live. I think if you go to KWHS Live on YouTube, they're streaming their sports games, whether it is. I think it's right now it's just outside. So I'm watching Key West High School. They're playing True Prep Academy, and True Prep Academy is one of these schools um, up in Miami-Dade, Broward, you know, it's one of these new schools and um, who knows what's going on. It's like a charter school or something. Key West High School did not initially plan on scheduling them. Key West had Surge Academy scheduled, but Surge Academy shut down. And I think Coach Hughes put an ad looking for a game. And this was the one school that could come down to Key West, this true prep. So they come down and we're watching the game. And uh, True Prep, it comes down, they got some really, really good players. They have some really, really fast players. And Key West High is doing a great job. They're staying in the game. You know, they're scoring. Final score is 40 to 20. True Prep wins. So the next morning, you know, my wife, Tracy McDonald, she's the one that does the writing. I'm the one that does the talking. She wakes up in the morning and looks on Max Preps to check out the final score. And it said, I think, 40 to 20. Key West 20, Drew Prep 40, but Key West High School wins due to forfeit. Did not understand that. So I talked to, to Coach Hughes today, and it seems as if True Prep had six players who had already graduated high school, allegedly. Let me just say that. Um, allegedly had already graduated high school and would this would be their fifth year of high school. I don't know if they're in the school. I don't know if the school has a 13th grade, but this is high school football and you could only use high school players. And 
These players have used their eligibility, so I guess the FHSAA was contacted, and True Prep had to forfeit the game, and that makes Key West High School the big winner. Marathon won their game. Coral Shores won their game. So this is this is a great weekend where all three Keys football teams win. So uh, congratulations to all three teams. I hope you enjoy it. And, uh, you know, to be honest, that doesn't happen that often where all three, all three teams win and personally know all three head coaches. And I know that all three head coaches are happy for each other. And as coaches, we want to see the other keys teams play well. You know, we want all, all the teams in the keys to win unless we're playing one another that week. And, and we all understand that, but congratulations to y'all And Key West high school has another interesting story as far as who they're playing this week, this week at the backyard should be Dade Christian high school. Now you guys remember, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you understand a little bit or a lot about Florida Keys sports and Monroe County sports and all that stuff. And Dade Christian is a longtime private school. It's been open in Miami. That's had some really great teams. A couple of years ago, they actually shut down the school. They reopened it, and they've had a football team. But I guess at the beginning of the year, the Dade Christian High School head football coach quit. Took a lot of players with him. I don't know where he went. So Dade Christian hasn't played a game yet. They found a new coach. They have a team, and their first game is supposed to be this Friday coming up in Key West High School. I know this podcast usually comes out on a Thursday, so tomorrow, Dade Christian's supposed to be at Key West. It's going to be their first game of the year, so good luck to Key West. Um, Good luck to Marathon. Hopefully, you guys have a great bye week. You guys heal up your injuries, and you keep going. Key West, congratulations on your first win, and Coral Shores is going away to Miami Sunset. Now, Miami Sunset is a big school, a big 8A school in Miami. They have a lot of players to pick from. Coral Shores has done a fantastic job this year playing football. They've had all home games. This is going to be their first trip. Coach Holly was bragging, and rightfully so, about how well the Coral Shores fans are going to travel. So if you guys are listening to this up the keys, safe travels up to Miami and good luck against Miami sunset. And hopefully everybody will bring home a win this week. My um, Miami sunset versus Coral Shores. Hopefully Coral Shores will win. Hopefully Key West will win. And once again, marathon has the bye week. I have a great guest today, coach Robert James. If you went to Key West high school at any point in the last 40 years, then you know who Coach James is. You might know you might have had him as a PE teacher. You might have had him as a math teacher. He might have drove you in the bus somewhere. He might have coached you somewhere. Or he might just yeah. pass you in the hallway with a friendly word. Coach Robert James, how you doing, sir? I'm doing great, Sean. Thank you uh, for that great introduction, too. Uh, I'm, I'm doing just fine, man. Uh, I tell you, if I was any better, I would have to be a twin. Uh, Coach James, now for our listeners, Coach Robert James, I talked a little bit about you before I brought you on. I talked a little bit about your career and your dedication to Key West High School. Now, we're going to talk about you and, and sort of your early life and what it was like playing youth sports in Key West growing up. So if you don't if you don't mind starting 
all the way from the beginning. And I don't know if you want this information out or not, but yeah. what year were you born and, and were you indeed born in Key West? Yeah. Well, I was born in 1956, July 23rd. And I uh, was born in the old Monroe General Hospital there out on Stock Island. It's not there anymore. It's the Botanical Gardens. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, and I, you know, I grew up in Key West all my life until I went away to school. And then uh, eventually I came back after a while and I started teaching and coaching. So growing up in Key West, you're, you're born in 1956. So probably right. the, the, early 60s you're a little kid what are your memories about maybe key west high school athletics or athletics in general when you were a young kid before you started playing did you go to any types of did you go to the football games yeah. were you aware of it what yeah. was that like who were your heroes right well my older sister is three years older than me so she was at the high school before i got there and I can remember going to the football games and uh, with my family. We all went because, you know, in Key West back then, we didn't have downtown and all the tourism and everything. Everything was the Navy yard. So uh, it wasn't much to do. So going to the football game was a highlight. So we would all go to the football game. But, you know, instead of playing, uh, watching the football game, we ended up, playing football ourselves on the baseball field because, you know, Key West High School Stadium is a football and baseball place. So even, they had stands on the other side. So we played, we played tackle football on the infield of the baseball field with, with Coke cups. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it was, it was quite a thing. And uh, the place was packed. You could probably rob the bank in Key West then and get away with it because everybody was at the football game. So and then, yeah. So growing up then at, during the football games, when you were a kid, were there players right. that you looked up to? Who were they? Oh my. Yeah. 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 Um, we had, uh, Mike Raymond. Mike Raymond is, uh, probably four, maybe five years ahead of me. He was a big defensive tackle. He also played basketball. He was the center on the basketball team. He took up a lot of space. Pretty athletic for his size. He was only about 6'3", probably about 260 or so, but he could move. And he was one of those guys that I looked up to. And then, actually, uh, at that time, this is the late 60s, I was playing in the junior football league, and I admired uh, – Johnny Hogan, he was the quarterback on the football team. And the only thing I admired is that they had this huddle. And, you know, you had the guys, the running backs and the wide receivers on this side and the linemen on that side. And he knelt down in between all of them. I say, oh, that's me right there. That's what I want to be. So that's, that's your <laughs> when first, I was younger. That was like your first inkling that you wanted to be the quarterback because you wanted right. to take a knee down in the huddle and tell <laughs> That's everybody right. what like, to like do. Like the person in charge. Now listen to me. <laughs> right. So to speak. So, but, uh, mm -hmm. but uh, yes. But, you know, shortly after that, of course, when I finally got to the high school, we had a kid named Kenny Allen who was the quarterback. Right. So I became a running back. 
instead. But all throughout the junior football league, I played running back and I played quarterback down there. So how with did the junior deputies? How did that? Now was that as a youth growing up before middle school? And I don't know if they had middle school sports. We'll get there. But playing no. playing youth football. Was that the only youth sport you played? Did you play youth basketball? Did they have youth basketball? Did they did they have baseball? What youth, okay. what youth sports well, did you play? Yeah, they had baseball, but I didn't play baseball. Now, I played stickball in the neighborhood, but I never played organized baseball. Okay, but my dad took me out to, to the junior football league uh, when I was 11, I think. And uh, I got on the junior deputies. Uh, David Goody's father, Gene Goody, was the coach. And uh, I just loved it. I mean, he was hard on us. And he was, you know, one of the guys from the military. So he was real disciplined and everything. And, you know, pretty much like my dad, in a sense. And uh, I I just uh, loved it so much. Boy, it changed my life. So you know, because prior, prior to that, you know, I was a typical project kid, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, but once that sport started and my parents started saying, well, if you want to play, then you got to do this and you got to do that. And that totally changed me right there. So you're playing in the Key West Junior Football League when you're 11 years old. So my math around, right. around 1967 you start right. you start playing. Where did did they play at? Obviously, it wasn't called George Murray okay. Field. Where did you guys right. play, and what was that league like? Well, we played at the Old Wickers Field, which is right there on the corner of Kennedy Drive and Flagler Avenue. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's the men's softball field now, and the fire station that's there. Well, it used to be a big Wickers Field right there. And we played in the outfield. They had a football field in the outfield of that. And that's where we played uh, all our junior football league games right there. So it was pretty good. Your junior football league, was it It was an in-house league where you played for the junior deputies. There might have been three or four teams in your age right. division. Three other teams. Three other teams. Dennis Pharmacy, Fleet Sonar School, and QS Electric. They were the other schools other teams so like uh key west electric and dennis pharmacy are longtime supporters of the key west junior football league because i yes. know is into the 2000s they yeah. are still still supporting the key west junior football league mm-hmm. so your your first year playing did you immediately take to football upon like putting on well, the pads yeah uh, you know believe it or not at 11 years old i was you know pretty large for my size, for my age. I was, uh, I was probably a hundred and, you know, 10 pounds then because the league, you, you couldn't weigh more than 120 pounds. So I was about 110 pounds and about maybe five, six at the time. So I was one of the bigger kids. Matter of fact, my first year, they put me at tight ends. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, but I was new to organized football then. I had only played, you know, sandlot football prior to that. So it was an eye-opening experience about blocking and running plays and all that good stuff, you know. So it was an adjustment for me. 
So who were the your first year, your first couple of years in the junior football league? And you, you and I both know coming up in the junior football league, the junior football league always has its share of stars and great oh, players. Who, who were yeah, the yeah. big, who were the big dogs? Who were the stars of the junior football league of okay. the late sixties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, believe it or not, at that time, uh, David Goody, who I coached with later, was the quarterback on our junior deputies team, and he was good. Let me tell you, he could throw it, he could run it, he could do everything. He was only about five, four or so then. Little guy, but boy, he was well beyond his time. And uh, we laugh and joke when I see him now. You know, the only, the only bad part is he didn't grow much after that. <laughs> so that was a big thing. But, uh, yeah, uh, um, Dennis Butler. Right. Uh, you wouldn't know Dennis Butler, mm-hmm. but Dennis Butler was the fullback at that time, and he was uh, just great. Everybody had a hard time bringing him down. And uh, and then uh, we had Warren Marshall and, and a whole bunch of other kids that I could name. But we played against other players, too, that were good. Uh, Peter, Peter Stevis, who was real fast, who played on QS Electric. Uh, Donald Brown. Now, now, Coach James, when when you talk about like Peter Estevez, you're talking about longtime coach of the Key West Junior Football League Steelers. Right, coach right. Pete. Peter Estevez, same yes, guy. Yes, yeah. yes. Now, yeah. now, rumor has it that he was really, really one of the top backs in that league when you guys were growing Definitely. up, and he had a lot of Definitely. speed, huh? Yes, yes, yes. We had we always had a hard time containing him. We had to make him go up the middle. <laughs> you know, we couldn't let him out because once he got outside, you know, it was over. He was uh, pretty quick. And uh, we laugh and joke about that nowadays. And then, you know, at the end of the year, we have a, a all-star team that go up to play uh, the Miami. So we always got together at the end of the season and played on the same team. So I got to know all these guys real well. And then, of course, when we went to Key West High School, of course, we played on the same team. So we got to be good friends, uh, even though we played on opposing uh, junior football league teams. Okay. So what what elementary school did you go to? Well, you know, okay. Well, I went to Douglas School first, second, and third grade. That was before integration. Mm-hmm. Then 1965, we integrated. And then I went to Harris School for fourth, fifth, and sixth. And then now, w- w- coach, I went coach, to coach, Glenn coach, Archer. Coach, you're going yeah. so fast. You just passed over this, this incredible piece of history. So you, you, were, you were integrated. In what grade did you say? Fourth grade? Okay, in fourth grade, nineteen sixty-five. Right. QS, we integrated schools. Now, what was that experience so, like? Like for you, for a young Robert James? <laughs> it didn't mean nothing because <laughs> I grew up. Okay. Well, you gotta understand. I grew up in the projects. Right. Well, in the projects, it wasn't no segregation. Right. In the projects, <laughs> you know. Um, so my neighbors were Cuban. I had a white family that lived down the way in the same building, but down the way, you know? And then plus, I just crossed the street, and there's, you know, Ruben Muniz and the Medinas and whatever. So, I mean, it 
it was a, a mute point mm-hmm. in a sense in Key West because we had to live on top of each other. Key West wasn't as big as it is now. So we, growing up, we didn't have racial problems, even though, you know, it was a division, right? just the same. But I felt like we didn't have the same tension that the rest of the country had. I don't think I, I, uh, I didn't feel it anyway growing well, up. Obviously I, I didn't live, live through this or anything, but I think like Key West and just living on an Island, me living in marathon, you living in Key West. Right. It's like what, what maybe I didn't learn at first when I first moved down here, you know, being from, uh-huh. being from Miami was this is a small Island. You have to be careful how you treat everybody because exactly if you are if you're mean or you're nasty to somebody one day right that could be the guy that comes to fix your fix your dishwasher the next day right that's exactly right right exactly right i i always tell new people if, if you're in miami you could go to the store and you'll never see any of those people again for the rest of your life that's true but down here Whenever you yeah. go to the store, you're seeing everybody again. And I can't imagine <laughs> late 60s, mid 60s Key West being even yeah. smaller. You know, you got to be yeah. nice to everybody because you never know when you're going to need a favor or somebody's going to come and, and help you right. out. So right. you got to be careful. And, and I think that's one of the things that makes it so great about living down here. So mm-hmm. so you where did you finish up elementary school at then, Coach? Well, I finished up elementary because... You know, then elementary went to the sixth grade. I finished up at Harris School, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade in Harris School. And then junior high school, they took the old Douglas School down on Street, and they made that a junior high school, and they called it Glen Archer Junior High. Right. So that's where I went to junior high school, which was the seventh and the eighth grade down there. And then, of course, you know, when I went to high school, I came to Key West High School. So seventh, so, and, seventh and eighth grade, you're at Glen Archer Junior High Junior High School, high school right. So what what was that like? Did you, so I know now Monroe County, there's a lot, like HOB's got a middle school football team. Marathon has a middle right. school football team. There's, uh-huh. there's pony leagues. There's middle school right. basketball. There's everything. As far as you, you, you want to play football. You're still in the junior football league. Are you playing basketball in a league? What kind of okay. leagues are you playing in? Or is it just right. PE in the middle school or in the, in the junior okay. high? Okay. When, when I got to, to uh, Glen Archer Junior High School, we had a basketball program. Because we had a gym. And we played against Horace, all the junior high schools in the county. We didn't go out of the county. Okay, what junior high so, schools were there then? There was, uh, well, of course, Marathon. And then in Key West, there was HOB, too. Mm-hmm. So we had HOB. We had Marathon. We had uh, Carl Shores. Well, yeah, because they didn't have that plantation school or the one way up there. Um, uh, Key Largo and Carl Shores. So we played, we played them up there, and they we they came to us to play. So and that was it, you know. So we had what an eight game schedule or something like that, a six game schedule. I don't know. So that that sounds fascinating to me for so many reasons. First reason, um, I've been in that Glen Archer School gymnasium before. The Douglas School gym. Is that what? Oh, is where did you guys play? 
You guys played at Douglas We played School? in the Douglas School okay. gym, which was Glen Archer at that time. Okay. You're thinking of the place out on White Street. Yes, That's yes. The, the city hall now. Uh-huh. Yeah, that became Glen Archer Elementary School later. Okay. But so- we had Glen Archer uh, Junior High School at Douglas, the old Douglas School building. Uh, I got you. Yeah. So – you guys, what was the rivalry like with um, Glenn Archer Junior High and HOB Junior High? What we was that we like? didn't have no rivalry. No, because, no rivalry. Well, okay. Now, now think of this. Now, you even though we integrated, right? Yeah, we we beat them on to, like a drum. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why there was no rivalry because it was never close. right. Right. Well, you got to understand that that if you draw the lines of district, you know we had. All of the black kids, most of the black kids went to Glen Archer Junior High School. So we had a plethora of talent uh, to pick and choose from. And, uh, you know, tall, fast, lean, whatever you wanted, we could we could produce it, per se. So who, and, was, uh, so we, who was your basketball coach there at Glen Archer? Kenny Mesa. Uh-huh. What was he, he like? played. He played uh, basketball at QS High School, and he went to uh, let, don't don't let me get it right, get it wrong, brother. But I think he went to like to uh, God. I'm I'm trying to think of it. Anyway, to Florida State, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't go to play basketball because he was a short guy, but he did play basketball in high school for Coach Fedor at that. And then he uh, he came back to QS to teach and all, and he was our basketball coach. So what was so, what was he like as a basketball coach? What are your memories of him? Well, you know, at that time, my uh, my my understanding of basketball was very <laughs> limited. Mm-hmm. So he kind of opened our eyes, especially the way we practiced. We practiced like the high school, you know, individually. You know, you break down into groups and you work on your little skills and your shooting drills. And then we get together and we go three on three. And then finally we get together and we go five on five. Right. And each time, you know, he's teaching something throughout that, you know. He taught us about boxing out and, you know, how to play defense and what you do. And you're going to funnel him to this guy and so forth and so on. I mean, he was. I, I thought it was in depth for junior high school basketball. And uh, we can we seem to have picked it up pretty good because we were way ahead of the other kids. I thought. So you guys were pretty successful in seventh and eighth grade yes. there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, no rivalry with HOB whatsoever. Who was well, the, who it's was a rivalry. Big, <laughs> who was the big rival <laughs> with middle school or junior high wise then? It, well, it had to be HOB. Uh, they were the only yeah. ones because you know marathon back then, boy. I, I, I don't know if you even had a hundred kids in the junior high school, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and Carl Shores was probably even worse than that. Right. I, I'm not sure. I, I really can't say I, I, I didn't know, you know, we didn't have the internet back then. <laughs> so the, what I knew about those people was when we traveled to go there. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> and I guess for, for a young Robert James in the late 60s, Marathon or, or Key Largo might have been of just about a million miles away, huh? 
it, it seemed like it. Yeah. <laughs> it really did. Well, we got to go that far. <laughs> <laughs> Ho- hopefully, we're getting a hotel for the night. So then, middle school wise, I'm assuming that they had uh, like a A division football for you guys, a little bit older. Uh, well, right before okay, high school. we didn't have we didn't have anything else but A division. Okay. We didn't have the the lower teams. We didn't have, you know, the, the, the where they play flag and then they got the hundred pound league and then the yes. you know, the hundred and fifteen pound league. We didn't have that. We had one league. <laughs> that was it. Four teams. Now you gotta understand Key West was smaller then, so uh-huh. we didn't have as many people. Okay. You know? And uh so and it, and it was a task. I, I believe we only had like maybe twenty five guys on our team if we had that many. Right. So when you were eleven, so when you were eleven and you started playing for the junior deputies, you were on your team were guys that were eleven, twelve, ten, nine, right, eight, 13. thirteen, right, up okay. to eighth grade. Okay, you could play. Well, I think it was eight, the age limit was thirteen because you know we had some kids in the eighth grade that was a little older. Okay. But uh, I believe you had to be 13 and, you know, no higher than the eighth grade. And uh, you got to, you have to weigh 120 pounds or less. So, so I got another question that's just, mm-hmm. just, just for me, cause I'm fascinated by this. You're playing in the Key West Junior Football League for the junior deputies at age 11. Did they, did they change up the teams every year? Did you have the same teammates every year, essentially? No, we had, if you were on that team, then you were always on that team the rest of the year, or the rest of your career. Okay. There. Okay. Okay. Now, what they did was when they had new players, they had a draft. So they had a tryout where all four teams were there. Uh, and you go through the tryout and whatever, and they rated you by some way, at least that's my understanding. And then they had a draft. Well, I'm going to pick, I'm, I'm picking Robert James here, or I'm picking this one here, or so forth and so on. And they, you know, everybody got, a, it was around Robin, everybody got their mm-hmm. turn to pick and choose who they wanted, whatever. And then, of course, you know, they had the recruiting thing, too. Where, wait, uh, wait, a, wait a second. They had recruiting okay. back then? What are you <laughs> yeah. talking about? Yeah. Okay. You know how, like, if, uh, like, I, I tell you, we used to play football in the yard all the time. Mm-hmm. So I kind of knew about, you know, certain kids that were pretty good. Oh, boy, you know, we need to get this guy. And, uh, you know, so you talk to your coach and you say, Coach, man, we got old Clinton Store down there. He's pretty good. <laughs> Right. You know, we might need to look to see if we could pick him up, you know, because we're about the same age. He might be a few years younger, but he could play. And, uh, you know, they'll they'll uh, pick him up, sure enough, and write him in in there, and he'll end up being on your team. And that was the old the old recruiting, huh? Let me... Right, right, right. That went on back then. You know, the I got something a, a little bit we're going to, we're going to veer off a little bit here. Let me ask okay. you something, you know, about growing up when you did, um, what was the impact like as a football player and as someone from Key West, like you being born when you did and, and your career, 
his career, like the career of George Myra Sr. coming mm-hmm, up mm-hmm. when you were a kid. And I know there was an right. internet, but I think that that George Myra graduated in like 61, maybe from Key West yeah, High School. Uh-huh. That's right. So That's he's, right. He's, at, he's at University of Miami, 62, 63, 64, 65. And then he gets drafted and he's moving around in the pros. What was what was the what was the impact of like uh, seeing George Myra? come from Key West and do it on like on on the community of Key West and what was it like with in a town so small having someone from that town be so famous because a lot of our listeners don't understand how famous George Myra was but being a Heisman Trophy finalist for two right. years and his career uh-huh. and his championships and and you know he's a he's a pretty famous guy so what was that right. like in Key West then? Well, Sean, to tell you the truth, I didn't even know about George Meyer until I was a junior in high school. <laughs> so that go to show you about, uh, you was, know, the transition was. into nowadays where you know everything or it's right at the, your fingertips or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, um, you know, as a kid, we didn't get the newspaper, so I didn't read the newspaper about this or that right. or whatever. Uh, we didn't have a television station or nothing like that. Everything came from Miami, right. uh, et cetera, et cetera. So I really didn't know about George Meyer until I was a junior in high school. And the only reason I knew that is because they had a big picture of him in the trophy case right? with it, all of his accomplishments underneath and all that kind of stuff. That's the only way I really knew about George Meyer. So they're really- now, you know, nowadays I hear all the stuff, whatever, but, uh, but growing up, I didn't, I didn't know who that was. I really did. And that really goes to show you like how, how small the world was back then without mm-hmm. the internet, mm-hmm. without the media, That's right. without the TV. Yeah. And even if you did have a TV, you weren't watching the sports when you were a kid. So mm-hmm. it really, really goes to show you how much things have changed so you're going you go through middle school you're playing in the junior football league so it's your you're in eighth grade it's your last year of the junior football league you said you played quarterback you said you played running back you did both all the time or did you finally transition over to quarterback full-time well actually I transitioned to the running back all the time Mm -hmm. because we had a well, I told you that David Goody was the quarterback my right. first year there, and I played tight end. Of course, he went on to the high school, and then we had this kid, Victor Gallardo, that played quarterback. Well, somewhere in the season, he got hurt, so we didn't have a quarterback. So I went and I played quarterback for a bit. And then, of course, Victor came back, and then he went back to quarterback, and I went back to running back. Mm-hmm. So I really didn't play a whole lot of that. However, this was the time when I did go to the football games and I told you I saw Johnny Hogan kneel down in the middle of that huddle. Uh-huh. And I say, oh, gracious. <laughs> you know, so sure enough, when we got to the All-Stars at the end of my eighth grade year, uh, we won the championship that year, so our coaching staff was the one that coached the all-star game. So Mr. Goody put me at quarterback then, and I played quarterback 
you know, throughout those, I think we played two games in that all-star thing. And uh, so I knew then when I go over to the JV that uh, I'm going, I'm going to be, I'm trying out quarterback, whatever. So you, you get through middle, you get through junior high as it was called back then. Right. Right. Your your career with the junior deputies is over. Your career at Mm -hmm. junior high basketball is over. Now, right. were you just super excited? Could you not wait to get to Key West High School then, or was there a little bit of trepidation? Yeah. Which one was it? I was I was bubbling over. I was ready to go. You know, uh, you know, to me that was the big stage <laughs> because you know at the junior football league mm-hmm. we had a crowd, but it was mostly just your parents. You know, it wasn't a whole lot of students. The whole student party and everything, but. At the Key West High School games, the city came to the game. You know how you had the fire engines and the police officers and everybody's at the game. They swinging from the lights, you know. So that was that alone was enough to motivate you to you know to try to do your best. So that was the end of part one with Coach Robert James hearing about him growing up in Key West and playing in the youth leagues and playing in junior high school. And uh, please check back in the next couple of weeks because I'm going to bring Coach James back on again and we're going to talk about his career as a quarterback at Key West High School, his recruitment to Florida A&M University and his time at Florida A&M University. So please check back with the Keys weekly sports rap podcast with Coach McDonald. Check every week. Usually this podcast comes out every Thursday. Check anywhere that podcasts are found, Spotify, all the big ones, or you could do what I do. I go to keysweekly.com and the podcast is right there, usually on the right, the Keys weekly sports rap with Coach McDonald. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Coach James, for coming on.